0: We're back for a new episode of Two Out of Three Falls here on the Cruise Control Podcast. Again, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. I'm joined by Mr. Graham Matthews of WrestleRant Radio and of Bleacher Report. He's on Twitter at WrestleRant. Graham, what's up, my man? How you doing?
1: Doing Phenomenal as always, Randy. I'm a little tired, I mean, coming off TLC Survivor Series. We got Roadblock on Sunday. We got four shows today. I just got finished watching Lucha. I still got to watch Total Divas, NXT, Tribute to the Troops, all the other shit going on right now. But, but Royal Rumble's right around the corner. Really looking forward to breaking down with you today, as always.
0: Yeah, man, very interesting couple of weeks and months of wrestling with, as you put it, Survivor Series, TLC, coming up this weekend is Roadblock and, of course, the Royal Rumble next month. So, with Roadblock happening this Sunday, let's get right to it. They have six matches on the card. Um, Let me see. Matter of fact, make it seven with tonight. You know, it is Wednesday. So, the tag team championship between the New Day and now against Cesaro and Sheamus, that'll be the match on Sunday at Roadblock the New Day, which they broke Demolition's tag team record uh, tag team title record of over 478 days on Monday. Uh, the record was held since 1988, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, New Day still champions. They get Cesaro and Sheamus on Sunday. Do the New Day continue to be tag team champions at the Sunday, or do you think their reign comes to an end to Cesaro and Sheamus?
1: I think they lose Sunday. I mean, I think we all predicted this months ago, that they would break the demolition record, and they had to. I mean, you can't get this far. I was a little worried on Monday. They had me. They had me hook, line, and sinker with the two title defenses. But they came through. They broke the record officially today, uh, a 25-year standing record, which was incredible. And they deserve it. But it's time for some new champs. The Sheamus have come up short maybe two or three times. So the match really isn't anything new. Um, but they always work well together. The end game of Cesaro and Sheamus coming together has to be them winning the tag titles. Otherwise, it's really a waste. So they got to win on Sunday. Um, like you said, they did win tonight to become the number one contenders to the tag team titles. Should be a good match, but I do assume we do get new tag team champions on Sunday in the form of Cesaro and Sheamus.
0: Yeah, I think I think Cesaro and Sheamus should go over, but, you know, it, it is the WWE. They might have the new day go all the way to the Royal Rumble, bigger you know, bigger venue, bigger event, bigger, um, I guess, just aura of, you know, if you're going to lose the tag team championships to somebody, at least have it at the Royal Rumble in front of 60, whatever thousand people in the Alamo Dome. But um, they could decide to take the belts off at a new day this Sunday. Um, but it would have surprised me if they retained the belts. I know um you know, a lot of people compare this reign to Demolition's reign. of the, the, the kind of quality of tag team, you know, title defenses uh, New Day has had compared to Demolition. Obviously, Demolition wasn't on Raw or whatever every week. So, you know, times have changed. But um, if they're going to lose to somebody, maybe Cesaro and Sheamus could be that team that they have been getting better as a tag team and getting along in the last couple of weeks. So maybe now with both of them on the same page, you might just want to swap the tag team belts with Cesaro and Sheamus from New Day. The New Day, I don't think they I don't think they need the tag team belts. Maybe, you know, get the belts off of them, start the singles run again for Big E and, 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 and go for Kingston. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if they were still champions, maybe they're looking at the Royal Rumble. But then again, if if, if it's not, you know, Cesaro and Sheamus then it's like who else on the tag team roster, you know, is there to to defend the belts against? And then that's where like people said there are, maybe their revival might come up, which sounds great. It, in the event Cesaro and Sheamus don't get the job done, because it, it's not going to be Golden Truth, it's it, it's not going to be Gallows and Anderson, it's not going to be the Shining Stars. They beat every single tag team. They beat Reigns and Rollins on Monday. They beat. Jerry KO on Monday. So my thing is, if it's not Cesaro and Sheamus, who else is there outside from the you know the revival coming up to RAW?
1: That's exactly it, which is why I think they they lose the belts on Sunday. I mean, Cesaro and Sheamus, as you said, have been getting along a lot better as of late. Um, they really had that great cohesiveness. They had a great outing against. I mean, they won for Team RAW at Survivor Series. And they had a great match, a mini match against the Usos at that show mm-hmm. uh, last month. But like you said, if it's not them, who's it going to be? I mean, I told you months ago, right at the WrestleMania, I think New Day versus Enzo and Sprout itself. But they've all but killed Enzo and dead with this awful Rusev feud. It makes no sense. It sucks. I am not a fan personally. They can't really go in that direction. They're kind of stuck up. They're kind of tied up with uh, Rusev right now. And then the club have lost a million times. I don't really want to see that feud again anytime soon. And then other than the revival, as you said, I figured maybe they they come up to break the record or attempt to feud at New Day, but it looks like they're tied up in NXT for the next month or so. They get their tag team title rematch against Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa DIY on the January 11th episode of NXT, so they got a while. Um, I mean, that's not to say they can't call them up before then, um, but it would be cool if they called him up for a Royal Rumble match against New Day, and I think... The revival should go to Raw over SmackDown because Raw needs the tag teams right now. But right. that's why I think Cesaro and Sheamus win the belts on Sunday. Because if it's not them, it's got to be Revival. That's not for a while. People are desperately wanting to see new tag team champions, uh, which is why I think we get new champs. But, yeah, like you said, if it's not them, it's got to be Revival, right?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, who else can it be? Like, and if you try to think back real quick to where, you know, they when Nikki Bella was the Divas champion and they... She broke A.J. Lee's record. I think she lost the belt like a week later. I think they wanted her just to break that record for, from A.J. Lee with the whole CM Punk thing. And she didn't have the belt that much longer after after the record. I think the the record was on a Raw. And then it was that Monday. And then Sunday was that, that, that night of champions pay-per-view against Charlotte. And she lost. So maybe they want a new day just to get, get to the 478th, 79th day, whatever it is. Then all right, we'll just have you drop it at the pay-per-view the you know that, that 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 weekend. So my thing is I think New Day will lose. Um Cesaro and Sheamus should be tag team champions, you know, give them a run at it cuz I don't think the New Day needs a belt. I think they they're so over that they don't need the tag team belts. And maybe give the singles run to all three, Xavier, Kofi, and, and Big E, but remains to be seen, but if they win, I'm not shocked at all. Um we also have, I think, on the pre-show, if I'm not mistaken, Big Cass and Rusev. Uh, like you said, Big Cass and Enzo are in this Rusev kind of few with uh, with Lana and, and Rusev. And um, I mean, am, am I looking forward to it? Uh, not, not, not so much. But I think, I think Big Cass will win the match. Um, I could be wrong. But uh, who do you have, Rusev or Big Cass, going over on Sunday?
1: Yeah, I got Cass going over, too, just because it seems so high on him. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Rusev wins. Obviously, uh, it looks like Enzo is being written out for the foreseeable future, and then Rusev is Lana, Kat, Cass is nobody. But, I don't know, like I said, just to kind of sum it up in a nutshell, I'm not really a fan of this feud. It seems like Rusev comes off as the baby face, whereas Enzo and Cass come off like a bunch of just fools mm-hmm. for, considering not, or for messing with Rusev and a married woman. It just makes no sense. They come off like the heels in this scenario. But uh, regardless... I I don't know. Like, I feel like they had so much momentum coming off of WrestleMania and Dylan Cass. They've really just kind of killed any momentum they had in this feud with Rusev. Um, I'm glad it's on the kickoff show. The match should be what it is. Um, But, yeah, just to me, I think the biggest thing for me with this feud is that it's a big reminder as to why do they even bother taking the title off of Rusev. I mean, the title of the United States Championship is not on the line, and that Reigns and Owens match. So why is it not on the line in this match? Like, it would make a lot more sense. Maybe I might care a little bit more Right, the championship was on the line. But there's nothing on the line here except just an awful feud really going between these two guys, though. I think Cass wins. Just move on from it as quickly as possible.
0: We have Sami Zayn against Braun Strowman um, in a match with a 10-minute time limit. On Raw, Sami Zayn and, and got in Mick Foley's face, and there was a talk about maybe a possible trade to SmackDown. Uh, for a minute, I thought—I I guess we all thought—Sami Zayn was going to SmackDown. I think, you know, in hindsight, that would be the better move for him. Uh, uh, in in reality, you know, with Mick Foley saying he had a trade of equal value, it being Eva Marie, the crowd went crazy, and everybody thought was that a real real trade from Daniel Bryan. But uh, it was more of a motivational thing for Mick Foley to get Sami Zayn on point that he's going to be going up against a guy like Braun Strowman, bigger, stronger, has not lost a a, a one-on-one match since being on Raw. Um, Sami Zayn finally gets Braun Strowman on Sunday at Roadblock. Do we see Braun Strowman's first L on Raw or do we see this Sami Zayn getting a good 10-minute outing showing that he can compete with Braun, losing the match, and maybe the rivalry continuing down the road. Well, I like the way they set
1: this up. I mean, the feud itself has been building for a while, but the stipulation of the match I like a lot because it gives an out for both guys. If They only said that not that Zane will win if he can survive 10 minutes, but he won't lose, I guess. It's a stipulation. I'm not exactly sure, but I do think Zayn survives the 10 minutes and Strowman, quote-unquote, loses but he doesn't get pinned or submitted. So it gives Zayn a win. It protects Strowman. I don't know if Strowman can go 10 minutes. That's really the question here um, in in a one-on-one match. But I think if there's anyone who could get a decent match out of him, it's Sami Zayn in that ultimate underdog role. Um, So, yeah, I I do think Zayn will survive. I'm not 100% confident in my answer. I do think that uh, there is a good chance Strowman will win. They want to continue building him up as a monster in the months ahead. Um, But I do have my pick. I do have my money on Zane surviving, not beating or pinning or submitting Strowman, but rather just surviving the 10 minutes so both guys are protected.
0: Yeah, I I think it'll be more interesting if they both went the distance without pinning each other. And at least least Mick Foley can see that Sami Zayn lasted that 10 minutes and maybe needs a a longer match uh, for the Rumble or for a, a return match on Raw. But I think Braun just beating him within 10 minutes uh, would not make any sense. I think Sami Zayn needs some kind of you know new storyline and personality and just um, and I think Braun could be the guy that that can get him over that hump. And I think the the way that the most interesting way to do that is not have like you said not have Sammy submit or get pinned or counted out or DQ'd. Just have him you know wrestle those ten minutes and kind of prove to the world that he can be. In the ring with Braun Strowman, and and he could say, well, you know, I, I was there, but I did not, I did not lose. I didn't get pinned. I didn't submit. So maybe they'll have an, a a rematch uh, following down the road. But I don't think there'll be a winner on Sunday in that in, in that match. If there is, I think Braun Strowman uh, gets the victory. Uh, we also have the triple threat match for the cruiserweight championship: Rich Swan, T.J. Perkins, and the Brian Kendrick. Uh, Rich Swan defending it against TJ and D. Brian Kendrick. Triple threat roadblock. Um, I think Rich Swan retains. He just got the belt maybe like a week ago, two weeks ago. Don't I, maybe I'm just not a fan of TJ Perkins right now, uh, so I, I I don't want the belt to go back on him uh, back on him. I like Kendrick, but like I said, Rich just just got the belt from him and. You don't want to start with the early flip-flopping of the belt. So I think Rich retains on Sunday. Who do you got?
1: Yeah, I do as well. Like you said, Perkins won the belt in September. Kendrick won it in October. Swan won it in November, I yeah. believe. So we've had three straight months of new champions. I think it's about time to keep the belt on one guy and build up that one champion. And they're not, like, random. When, it, when the title changed hands with Kendrick, I wasn't like, oh, God, like, it's way too soon. It made sense. Like, a lot like you. I'm not a huge fan of Perkins right now. He's a great wrestler, um, and I think he is more comfortable in the heel role when it seems like he's been coming off like a heel for the past couple of weeks. So I don't know if that's a long-term plan or not. I think a Perkins-Swan one-on-one feud would be great they eventually do turn Perkins uh, into a full-fledged heel in the near future. But, yeah, like you said, Swan just won it two, three weeks ago. It would be foolish to take the title off of him anytime soon. So, yeah, I have money here as well.
0: Now, w- what is your... I probably asked you this on a uh, previous pod, but, you know, your overall perception of the current Cruiserweight division now with the addition of 205 Live being on SmackDown. um, I know they probably had just maybe two or three shows, maybe two, but just your overall perception of maybe the belt flip-flopping already um the kind of talent that, that you see in, in the whole Cruiserweight division Cruiserweight division being on raw 205 after smackdown on tuesday nights um what is your overall perception since the uh, of the Cruiserweight division uh with, with i think three or four months being in
1: i think it has improved um uh, i think early on i know i've said this before and we talked about it before and just the fact that with the division it's the same old matches they have no stories and no one cares and the crowds are sitting in their hands, which is still kind of the case on Raw, but they are giving them stories now, like with Noam Dar, Alicia Fox, and Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Step in the right direction. They have Jack Gallagher and Arya Daivari, even though no one gives two shits about the guy. I mean, it's still some. Sure. Uh, they, they have a couple other feuds, you know? So it, it, it's a step in the right direction. 205 Live is getting better. Um, I think they've had three shows up to this point, and each one has so far been better than the last. And I thought um, the setup this week, the format of the show this week, was a lot better than the first two weeks. And and then I know it's called 205 Live, and it's supposed to air live after SmackDown, but I think we can all agree that's the wrong move. The crowd is dead. They don't care. They want to go home. Half the crowd does go home. Um, This week they taped it before Raw, so they could take tribute to the troops after SmackDown um, last night. I feel like they should continue do that going forward. I feel like taking it either before Raw or at least before SmackDown, airing it live before SmackDown is the right way to go. But so far, so good at 205 Live in terms of the stories being developed. There's good matches. Uh, Swan and Kendrick, Swan and Perkins. The last number of main events have been really, really good. So um, the division is not a complete 180 from where it was like two months ago where no one gave a shit. But so far, so far, you know, so, far so good with 205 Lou, uh, you know, doing what it's supposed to do and giving them more stories. More time to develop said characters and stories.
0: So we both have Rich Swan retaining, right? Yep, that's right. All right. So we go on to let me see. Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho. Um regular singles match. I would have hoped that Chris Jericho would be Reigns on Raw last week for the US title. We probably would have gave a little intrigue to the match, but like you said, Roman Reigns is still the U.S. champion with him not even def- defending the belt uh, on Sunday, maybe in a title-for-title title match. Maybe that'll, that match will be more interesting, but we get a basic one-on-one. Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho, we've seen this match before, but uh, now it's more of a, you know, retaliation for Jericho on, you know... Him getting pedigreed on top of a car by Seth Rollins a few weeks ago, Seth Rollins still says he wants Triple H. Um, I- I'm gonna ask you about that later on, but Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho, one on one. I don't. Uh, I-, I I think Seth. I think maybe KO tries to help Chris Jericho out. Gets interfered. And then Seth Rollins, uh, I'm sorry, Chris Jericho gets uh, distracted by Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins for the victory. Who do you got?
1: I think in this match, Rollins has to win, right? I mean, Jericho has been great so far, but he could take the loss and it's still credible as is Seth Rollins. But I mean, the guy has lost how many matches, like in the last number of months? I could not tell you. Trying to think, actually, he lost that Survivor Series. Team Raw lost. He lost to Owens at Hell in a Cell lost to Owens at Clash of Champions, lost to Finn Balor at SummerSlam, lost in that Shield triple-threaded battleground, and he beat Roman Reigns in his first show back in Money in the Bank, but then he lost it all right back to Dean Ambrose um, right afterwards. So he, he cannot buy a pay-per-me victory in 2016. It seems like he lost on every single show he's competed on in 2016. Jericho's a safe guy to beat. Um, there's no title on the line. There should be. Why there is, and I have no idea. Um, Reigns, as I said earlier, is doing absolutely nothing with that championship. It makes no sense to have that championship on him right now. It would be better served with the Rollins or Jericho or Rusev or somebody else, anyone but Roman Reigns. Like Bray Wyatt used to say, anyone but Roman. Uh, essentially, the, the, the motto that could be used for that U.S. title right now. But uh, as far as this match goes, it should be great. I and mean, Both guys work well together, like you said. We've had matches before. There's nothing on the line here which I thought was a mistake. They should make it a number one contenders match or something on the line, but Nevertheless, um, it should be good. Rollins has to win and root to that ultimate feud at Triple H down the line. I, I assume WrestleMania season, unless they pull the trigger sooner than expected at the Rumble, which I think would be a mistake, but I think Rollins has to win here.
0: Now let me ask you about Seth and the whole Triple H thing. Um, do you think it would have been better for him or for you know for the storyline purpose to... Just go about go about your business. Go go with your Chris Jericho match and go into the Rumble trying to win it. And then just Triple H costing you the Rumble match and then then eventually setting up the WrestleMania match. Because him saying, I want Triple H, I want Triple H, I want Triple H every week on Raw, maybe when you finally see Triple H, maybe the suspense isn't all there when he finally does come out because you just you just kind of know you expect Triple H to, to come out and Either confront Rollins one on one or make him lose A match or make him lose the rumble I doubt Hunter will be in the rumble um, are, are you in favor Of him saying I want Triple H uh, Every week on Raw or do you think it should have been Him focusing on Jericho And then uh, or Kevin Owens and then going into the rumble Saying he wants to you know headline WrestleMania but then gets derailed By Triple H
1: well, I mean, I like the way they're currently doing it. Um, he's kind of doing both. I mean, he did say that he wants Triple H. But in order to get the Triple H, he needs to take the title from the guy who, you know, you know, win the championship, Kevin Owens, a few months back. But in order to win that championship, he needs to get rid of Chris Jericho. So I like how he kind of set that up. If he can get rid of Jericho, he's got a side back on, on, on Kevin Owens and the Universal Championship. So hopefully if he beats, and he should, beat Jericho on Sunday, then he should enter the Rumble. And thinking that, okay, if I get a championship match at WrestleMania, then that way Triple H would come out of retirement or the darkness or the hell he is, the shadows, to face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. And whether he, I mean, he should cost him the match, but um, I would say, I don't know if you announced it ahead of time, but Triple H should be in the match itself. And They should really try to stack that match as much as possible. Being in the Alamo Dome, Brock Lesnar's already in there, Goldberg's in there, put Rollins in there, I'm, so, I'm sure Cena will be in there as well. Um, you put Triple H in there. It's a stacked rumble right there with only four or five guys. Um, but, yeah, I assume you do that, set up Rollins and Triple H for Mania. And his overall goal, while also being champion, should be to get his hands on Triple H. It made no sense to me why he just completely forgot about Triple H or did not mention Triple H for as many months as he did uh, from October, or rather to even August, up to this point. He completely did not even mention that storyline aspect of it. So hopefully with a win on Sunday, he starts to set his sights back on Triple H and Triple H comes back. I assume in the Rumble, um, like I said, I, there is a chance that could do the match at the Rumble to try to build that card as big as possible if they're doing the Rumble match with Brock and Goldberg and then presumably Styles and Taker. But I hope not. It's a match better, safer, WrestleMania. So I assume they do that and set up a, a Rollins and Triple H encounter in the Rumble match itself.
0: Speaking of Rollins, I don't know if you're watching the Tribute to the Troops show, but they just had a thing of the club, the New Day, and the Shield all in the same frame. I was like, look fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I'm, they I'm, said. No, but, I did see that on Twitter last night. It was pretty sick. Yeah, I don't know what they said. My volume is down, but just seeing the club, New Day, and and the Shield just for two minutes was like kind of cool. But um, I, I think... I, well, we both agree Seth is going to win on on Sunday, uh, whether KO gets involved or not. Um, but for me, I would have wanted the suspense of Triple H, like when he pedigreed Rollins on Raw back in August. Just crazy that we haven't seen Triple H since August on TV. Um, he, he, you know, he came out of nowhere. Nobody expected that to happen. And now when you're saying, I want Triple H, but I got to go through Jericho. So that when you finally see Hunter on TV, it's like, all right, we, we kind of knew that was going to happen. And now we're just, to what capacity? Is he going to cost me a match? Is he going to throw me at the Rumble? Is he going to be a special entrant in the Rumble? And I think that's that's the next intrigue. But I think if he would have just kept it moving one you know, with whoever he had to face, a Reigns, a, uh, a, a Jericho, or Kevin Owens, or whoever... Seeing Hunter again for the first time since August would have been a little more suspenseful, but um, maybe I'm just being too analytical or too picky. But uh, hopefully, the next time we see Hunter will be pretty soon. Uh, I think the earliest, maybe the Rumble. I think in a capacity where he causes Seth Rollins to 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 lose the Rumble, and then boom, you get your WrestleMania match.
1: That's the thing, though. I mean, I feel like, as you said, it makes more sense to have them kind of build something up as a surprise. Or Triple H coming back at this point, it might be just like, oh, Triple H is back. But that being said, now, the more that you talk about it, the more that I think about it, why even bother bringing Triple H back? I'm sure there were other ways it could have turned Seth Rollins safe without Triple H coming back and turning on Rollins. Having them come back and cost him the championship only to disappear for another four, five, six months, the more you think about it, the dumber it is. I mean, we haven't seen it for four or five months, and only just recently has Seth Rollins started to say, I want Triple H. Why wasn't he saying this back in September? You no, know, October, November. It makes no sense. So, like I said, if, if they were just going to do this, by I had Triple H show up once and then disappear, they should have just waited until the Rumble to bring them back. I'm sure they were going for shock factor when they did it, and they, they accomplished that back when Owens won the championship. But they might bring it back to begin with. They didn't really think it out that far. So, I don't know. I would have just kept them off. TV altogether, and then have him come back in like January, February, while Rollins was a face, and start to tease and ask those questions, uh, you know, is he still on the same side as Rollins, or does he hate him now, that it's a baby face, whatever, they should have just waited off on that, and just held off on that altogether.
0: Moving on to the WWE Universal Championship match, Kevin Owens against Roman Reigns, uh, Reigns' U.S. title is not on the line, KO's Universal title is. Uh, we are currently August. We're currently, a four month reign of Kevin Owens as the Universal Champion uh, since August, if my math is correct. No, five months. Five month reign. Five month reign of being champion for Kevin Owens. Um, I, I guess when you're trying to when you're trying to predict who's going to win, you, you're trying to 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 think ahead of time, knowing knowing that the Rumble is. The next pay-per-view for either Raw or SmackDown and to say is Reigns walking into Rumble with the belt or Kevin Owens is. And if so, you know who is next in line? Um, I think KO wins on Sunday. I think it's better for him to walk into the Rumble as champion. Um, Reigns is already the US champion. You don't nobody wants to see him being US and Universal champion. Um, but now with the the breakup of Jericho, I think that you know, unless Brock Lesnar comes back next uh, next month and challenges Kevin Owens, I think the match you you have to do with the Rumble if Kevin Owens wins is Jericho for for, for the title, uh, which is not a, which is not a bad match. Uh, you already built the storyline of them breaking up, no longer best friends, and. You know, Jericho has been helping Kevin Owens retain that belt, and he's probably going to be like, you know, fuck it. You know, I've, I've helped you out so many times. Now it's my turn to 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 get that title shot. Uh, whether Jericho wins against Seth Rollins or not, I think Jericho uh, could be that number one contender. If he uh, if you beat Seth Rollins, it'll make even more sense. But uh, back to Reigns and, uh, and Owens, I think KO wins. Yeah. Um, I I just don't think it's time for Reigns to be the champion just yet. I think he has to relinquish the U.S. title first. But knowing Vince McMahon, he's a big Roman Reigns fan. He he would love to have Reigns as as, as a world champion and a universal uh, a universal and U.S. Ch- uh, champion. Who do you got, man? I got KO winning. Yeah, I got KO winning too. I mean, I don't want
1: to say it's predictable, but it's predictability in a good way. Just because I mean this. Like like you said, not only is it too early to put the belt back or even have Roman Reigns be world champion right now, I would say, I would even argue that it's way too early, and I said this a month ago, it's way too early to have Roman Reigns challenging for the world title right now. If they really wanted to make that U.S. title mean something, which it has before, and it started to mean something with Rusev, but taking the title off of him, giving it to Reigns, who has done nothing with it really so far for the most part, has made no sense, because it doesn't benefit the title. It hasn't benefited Roman Reigns. No one really benefits it from it at all, so it really makes no sense whatsoever to have him be world champion. So I mean, they can wait and they can wait longer if they want to, but just the, the, the reactions aren't getting any better. I mean, he's a solidified main event guy, but I mean, I think they can wait a little bit longer before getting the, I mean, that main event picture. Uh, but as far as this match goes, I think Owens has to retain, and Owens should go into the rumble as champion to set up that match, as you said, which makes the most sense. Uh, Owens and Jericho for the world title which is a match I think everyone wants to see right now a lot more than Owens and Jericho for, or rather than uh, Owens and Reigns right now that's
0: for sure yeah so like you know just hypothetical if Reigns was to win who does he defend the belt against uh, you know at the Rumble that, that, that's that's my question Kevin Owens you can get Jericho one on one at the Rumble and neither one of them has to be in the Rumble match Reigns is like you know he can win it on 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 Sunday and then KO can, can get it back on Monday. They can do something like that. But uh, I think Kevin Owens has to be champion going into the, into the Rumble.
1: I mean, he's got to. I mean, like you said, I mean, I just if, if Reigns wins, what do you do? A rematch? Like, just no one would want to see that. I think it's just way too soon to put the belt back on Roman Reigns. Not that he's not capable, but I don't know. I mean, they've built up Owens for so long. If he was going to beat Rollins as many times as he did, only to lose it to Reigns, it just makes no sense. So they have to have him retain. Uh, I think this whole card, if you look up and down the card, with the exception of like women's match maybe, which I'm probably most excited for, um, with this match, I think it's more of like a filler feud before they get to Owens and Jericho and then Reigns and Rollins or Reigns and what the heck he's supposed to be doing for WrestleMania or Rollins Triple H, so to speak. So, I mean, I think this whole pay-per-view and being a B-show is really starting to set up the things for the Rumble, the Rumble match, WrestleMania stuff. So, uh, yeah, Owens has to retain Reigns, can't win right now. I think people will just poop all over it. So, yeah, Owens has to retain it, set up that Jericho match with the Royal Rumble, which you could even drag that out to WrestleMania if you want to. I mean, if they want to have Owens be champion to Mania, I would not be opposed to that at all, especially if they want to do Owens versus a returning bowler if he comes back from injury. Right. Which, at this point, it might not be. he might not be back in time for the Rumble. He said it in an interview that he's aiming for Mania, so the Rumble might be too soon. But, uh, you yeah, know, bottom line, I think Owens has to walk at a Sunday show Still, the Universal
0: Champion. And it's kind of fitting that we're just at the 30 minute mark uh, of the show. And to me, the main event should be the 30 minute Iron Man, Iron Woman, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. championship match for the Raw Women's Championship between champion Sasha Banks and Charlotte. We've seen these two go at it for for so many times, but now it's an Iron Man match. Uh, 30 minutes, another pay per view where Sasha has to defend the belt against Charlotte. Um, Sasha won the belt on Raw. Um, I want to say Sasha Banks, um, but part of me says that you know if if they want this this pay per view streak of Charlotte to end, it'll be at a, at a bigger event. It'll be like maybe against someone like Bailey um, at a Rumble or WrestleMania where her pay per view streak comes to an end. Not at a roadblock. So part of me thinks Charlotte might win, but I want Sasha to win to get that that first pay-per-view victory one-on-one over Charlotte to retain her belt and stop the flip-flopping of the title back and forth. Um, is making a prediction easy or difficult for you for this match, or do you think one is going to win more than the other?
1: I mean, it's got to be a difficult match to predict. Just, I mean, I mean, we've been on here before talking Summerslam, talking Hell in the Cell. Both times they said it'd be easy to say Sasha would retain, and both times she lost.
0: And Summerslam.
1: But at this point, it, yeah, Summerslam too, and Hell in the Cell. It's like, are you kidding me? I mean, they have to stop this. I mean, on the bright side, I did read the other day that I think there was a clause put in the contract. I don't know if this was said on TV, but I did read this online that there are no rematches beyond this one. So if Charlotte wins mm. again, there's no rematch. This is it. There's no ladder match of the Rumble. So there was a lot of questions. Someone did say, someone pitched to me a couple of days ago in my Q&A video. They said, okay, what if the match goes to a tie? And that's it to the ladder match of the Rumble. And I said, no, thank you. I mean, a ladder <laughs> match would be great. But it's like, just end this stuff already. Like, the matches are great, but they've been doing the same for you since basically WrestleMania. they got to move on. <laughs> they really just got to move on from the season. So Sasha should retain. Um, I know, like you said, they, they should end Charlotte's streak at a bigger pay-per-view. But apparently, that wasn't even on their mind at Hell in a Cell to have Charlotte's streak. That wasn't even on their mind to have it continue. That just kind of happened, and Vince wanted Charlotte to, to win for whatever reason. And having her become a four-time champion in a matter of like six, seven, eight months, to me, is just ridiculous. Sasha needs the big win. If there's any time to do it, it would be this match. I could not agree more with you when you said, well, first of all, you called the match a couple weeks ago right there on the show. Uh, when you said Iron Woman match, I will say that, but I could not agree with you more when you said you yeah. should that. I mean, Reigns and Rollins, are rather Reigns and Owens, should be good, but I'm not like, you know, foaming at the mouth for that match. Like Jericho and Rollins, same thing. No other match in this card comes close to being as important as the Iron Woman, Iron Man, Iron Maiden match, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> uh, between Sasha <laughs> and Charlotte. So it shouldn't be an event. Sasha should win. Will she? I'm not as confident in my pick as I was, <laughs> like for Helen and um, Summer's Line, because they keep on flip flopping the title beyond belief, and just nothing ever gets accomplished. Sasha needs that big win um, to set up Sasha and Bailey for Mania. So I'm going to say Sasha, I'm not too confident in that pick, but I'm really hoping she retains to set up that, like I said, Sasha Bailey match for Mania 33.
0: So, regardless of who wins, Sasha or Charlotte, Who's next? Like you said, if if you know, you telling me there's no rematch for either one of them after this match. Who's next? Is it Bailey, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, like Alicia Fox? Who's next? Who's next on this roster? You know they still haven't debuted Emmelina yet. I don't think she would jump up up the card for a title match. But Sasha wins. Who's next? If Charlotte wins, who's next? Not not to well, sound like Charlotte, Goldberg, but yeah, who's next? Well, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying not not to sound like Goldberg, but like who's next? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's more of the reason, more of a reason to go with Sasha, just because with Charlotte, if she wins, then the next obvious match is to do her and Bailey. Right. But that's a match you know, like Mania. Like you, if you did it at the Rumble, then what do you do at WrestleMania? Like Charlotte and Rousey, which doesn't need the championship, which I don't think is going to happen anyway. Um, but anyway, so I think Sasha retains to set up. I mean, there's a couple of things you could do with her. I mean, you could, like I said, her and Bailey, but that should be the end game. That should be WrestleMania, and you can slowly turn uh, Sasha over the next couple of months. But in the meantime, she can take Nia Jax to the Rumble, or Nia Jax went in Survivor Series. I have no idea. But um, they could do that match in the Rumble. Like you said, they have Emelina. They don't have to do that like right off the bat, but they can right. do that at like, the February pay-per-view if they want. And then build to Sasha and Bailey Mania. So I think Sasha, there's a lot more, a lot fresher for you to do with her as champion as opposed to Charlotte. Um, but, yeah, I think Nia Jax might be next in line, even though we haven't seen her in weeks.
0: So now that we went through the entire card, I'm trying to, I'm going to ask you, I'm trying to write down the, the pay-per-views that SmackDown and Raw has had. And to me, Backlash was better than Clash of Champions. No Mercy was better than Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. TLC was... I think the best you know, I don't want to over exaggerate, but I think TLC top to bottom card wise, storyline wise was the best pay-per-view that I've seen since like WrestleMania 31. And I know there was so wow. many there were so many pay-per-views between that and TLC, but I think TLC top to bottom um like I said, match-wise, performance-wise, new champions. Bray Wyatt won a, won a freaking belt for the first time. Um, the James Ellsworth ending with Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles. A great Intercontinental Championship ladder match. My point is, Roblox has a lot of work to do in order to beat T.O.C. when to me, and I think a lot of people can agree, that Class of Ch- Backlash was better than Classic Champions, and No Mercy was better than Hell in a Cell. So I think TLC is going to be better than Roblox unless something crazy happens. But, on the uh, you know, looking on paper, it has it has the potential to be a, a good uh, pay-per-view. But seeing what TLC put out two weeks ago, I think it'll be pretty tough.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really don't think there's a contest there. I think TLC wins, like, any day of the week. Just, just like you said, I mean, overall, SmackDown's been better than Raw uh, since, the, since the brand. So there's really no arguing about that for the most part. Um it's been more consistently entertaining, better feuds, better overall matches, more compelling stories. I think T L C over Roadblock is really the same thing. Um, TLC I could not agree more. I know we didn't do a show last week, but just taking my quick thoughts on TLC. Overall, one of the best top to bottom shows, as you said to kinda of echo your thoughts, one of the best top to bottom shows this company's put on all year. And a great culmination of a lot of the great a lot of the you know, several stories that SmackDown's been putting on since basically August. And up and down that card when we previewed that show two weeks ago, I was really looking forward to it. I'm like, wow, TLC's going to kick ass. Like, There's a lot of matches in the show I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. All the matches I was looking forward to, it all delivered. and Ziggler, great. Ambrose and Styles, one of the best bouts I've seen all year. Even the women had two really good matches. Right. That title match was good. Wyatt won a title. Corbin and Kalisto was way better than I thought it was going to be. Whereas with Roadblock, I mean, TLC was a lot of rematches, too as is Roadblock. But with Roadblock, a lot of these feuds I could not care less about. Like, Cass and Rusev is just a snore fest. Reigns and Rusev are Reigns and – sorry, Reigns and – which we just saw literally two weeks ago. I don't care. Rollins and Jericho is probably – is going to be good, but it's same old, same old. And the, the women, again, it's the same old, same old, but the match would be great. That's really the only match I'm like, wow, I can't wait for that. But Roadblock overall, I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait for this show. Whereas with TLC, I watched it live. Roadblock, I'll probably be watching. Like I'm already planning on it. Like watching Monday. You're not gonna really care. Like there's nothing on that show to me other than the women's match, which I never thought I'd say. But anything other than the women's match on that show that feels like it's must see to me. So yeah, TLC, you know, TLC should be way better than Roadblock at the end of the day. I mean, Roadblock does not even happened yet, but I think TLC will definitely be out as the better show this month.
0: On SmackDown, uh, Dolph Ziggler became the the new. Number one contender for AJ Styles' WWE uh, Heavyweight Championship. Um, They will fight on SmackDown on December 27th. We also get the return of John Cena on December 27th. I don't know if if there's any coincidence with that and the championship match. Uh, We saw a little thing between AJ and The Miz on The Miz TV where The Miz was like, paraphrasing like you know dude I, I'm also no I'm not on your I'm not on your level I'm above it we, I thought we were going to get a maybe down the road a possible Miz AJ uh championship match but we get Dolphin and AJ December 27th on Smackdown Cena returns uh what was your take on Dolph Ziggler if beating Luke Harper Dean Ambrose and who was the fourth guy Oh, Dean Ambrose, Lou Carper, and, and the Miz in the fatal four way match to be the number one contender. What do you make of Dolph now going from losing, winning and losing the IC title and his rivalry to the Miz, and now he's now in the world title picture?
1: <laughs> I mean, from a storyline standpoint, it's kind of foolish. I mean, lost the Miz how so many times? Now the guy's challenging for the world title, but I'm fine with it. I mean, I was kind of scared there for a second they're going to go to Ambrose again, but they blew off the Ambrose and, uh, The Ambrose and AJ feed so well at TLC. I was hoping they wouldn't go back to that wall so quickly. Um, But Ziggler, they've done Styles and Ziggler only once. Surprisingly, they did it a couple months ago. Um, I think right after something. That's how Styles became the number one contender to battle with the beating Ziggler, and they had a really, really, really good match. Um, so I'm sure that Final on the 2016 should be no different. And I'm glad they're doing it there and not at the Rumble, because that still gives me hope they could do Styles and Undertaker at the Rumble if Taker comes back on that show or the following week. Um, like you said, there might be a coincidence with Cena coming back on that same Smackdown in two weeks. But from a storyline standpoint, it just makes no sense to put him right back in the title picture upon his return. guy's a loser. I mean, He lost his Styles at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. lost to him at No Mercy, so it's like, oh, I'm going to come back and challenge for the title. It just makes no sense. So for him to come back and go in a Rumble match, I think, would be great. And you can, like I said, you could stack that Rumble match with a bunch of star power and big names. Uh, Ziggler loses after a great match. And then I, I, was, I was really looking forward to Styles in this, too. And they could still do that down the line if Styles holds on that belt for a while, as he should. Um, but I think a lot of people are pulling for Harper. I think Harper and Styles, which we've never seen before, one on one, would be all sorts of awesome. So maybe at some point down the line, but Ziggler and Styles for right now sounds good,
0: though. Yeah, I think it. I think it should be Taker and and, and, and AJ at the Rumble. If you know when AJ defeats Dolph, maybe Taker can can come out at the end and you know whatever the case may be, challenge AJ. Oh, uh, but you know the 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 intrigue of John Cena being there, maybe just for him to be there and you get get some ratings, but. Uh, interesting to see how he plays into this whole thing. Um, whether he announces he's going to be in the Royal Rumble, maybe. That that could be something, um, you know, worth watching. Like you said, we already have Goldberg and Brock Lesnar in the Rumble. Uh, some other big names should be in there. Maybe John Cena, maybe Taker, if he's not going to go one-on-one with Styles, uh, for the belt at the Rumble. But, uh, I know we got a lot of interesting couple of weeks coming up roadblock this Sunday should be very interesting hopefully it could be on the same level as TLC um but uh but but you know what I see online Raw has been kind of kind of good the last couple of weeks I don't know if it's better than Smackdown but for, I think for two three weeks in a row Raw has been very compelling had attitude error like moments from what I've been seeing I mean I watch it I think it's I think it's okay but a lot of people seem to like Raw the last couple of weeks.
1: It's been better. I mean, it has been great. I'd still say SmackDown is a superior show, but Raw has definitely been better since, I'd say Survivor Series. Ever since the post-Survivor Series show, it's been pretty decent, um, which is weird because although the Raw's have been good, like the build for Roadblocks has been kind of like, like no one really cares. But um, yeah, the shows have been better, which is not saying much just because it was god-awful in the fall, which is... No surprise, because it really, really has traditionally been that way with football ratings and stuff like that. They just kind of roll over and die. But um, I'm hoping they continue the momentum through the winter and then through WrestleMania season. There's come Rumble, after the Rumble, really around that time Raw starts to kick up again with Goldberg coming back, and then Lesnar and all the other big names. So I'm hoping Triple H maybe too. So I'm hoping it continues this strong streak of good show. It hasn't been great, like you said, but it has been better in recent weeks. I definitely would say that much.
0: Uh yeah, I, I want to get your your thoughts. I know we didn't talk about the, the the review of TLC, but I mentioned before Bray Wyatt is is a champion first time in his career with the WWE tag team champions no less. Uh, with with Randy Orton defeating uh Slater and Rhino at TLC. What did you what, what do you make of? Does your perception of the whole Orton being part of the Wyatt family um, have? change since now they're tag team champions and maybe they're doing that free bird rule where now it can be Luke Harper involved. It could be Bray Wyatt and Orton in, in defending their tag team championships. Uh, one Bray Wyatt being champion for the, uh, for the first time and two, do you believe that Randy Orton is going to be in this Wyatt uh, family for, for quite some time?
1: Regarding Bray Wyatt winning his first world title or, Sorry, my wish first title
0: period
1: at But winning his first title period. It was about a damn time. I mean, how many times have we sat here in the show for months and months and months? I would just I don't want to say buried, but it really has kind of buried this guy with the amount of just like big losses, losing to Kane of all people at Backlash many months ago. Not even being a part of a four hour survive or a uh, SummerSlam show, he was left off the show completely. Whereas like Mojo Raleigh made the card three white, not whatever reason, and uh, going from that to now becoming a champion, and the act is over. And I've always said, like, no matter how badly they book this guy, people still like it. The whole Lantern right. thing, the Fireflies, the Wyatt family—like, you still like the Wyatt family, which blew my mind. Um, which really goes to show how great that character is. And I said this in an article I wrote last weekend about how they are finally starting to utilize this guy the right way with this whole Orton thing. So, kind of going to your second question. Um, I think it's great. I mean, I think my whole perception of this thing has changed really almost completely, a complete 180 from like a month or so ago where I saw Orton joining with Wyatt right after No Mercy would lead to him turning Bray Wyatt, kind of leading to that predictable path, which they still could do going into Mania, which I hope they don't. Because that first Orton-Wyatt match in the main event of No Mercy was just like so mediocre. No one gave a crap about it. Um, but as a tag team, they are way better as partners yes. than as a tag team. Like the finish to that TLC tag team title match, was freaking great. Like with Wyatt doing the, um, the the backwards, whatever, the spider walk, doing the spider walk. And then the RKO out of nowhere was beautiful Right after a five-minute match and a great way to kick off the show. So I'm really digging the Wyatt family right now, and I'm hoping they can continue to add other elements to it. And to kind of correct you or to kind of update on just one point that you made, um, they did officially announce, I think a week or so ago, on the website, on .com, they are officially using the Freebird rule. So Lou Carver is officially recognized as a tag team champion, which is great. And any three guys or any two members of the three-man Wyatt Family Group can defend their snack on tag team titles at any point.
0: Yeah, I, you know, it, it's, it's kind of ironic that, you know, New Day breaking Demolition's uh, tag team title record and Demolition use that Freebird rule as well. But, you know, it's, it's funny how it's, it's not just a basic two-man tag team. Breaking that breaking that record. It's another three-man team with, with Axe, Smash, and Crush. Now you have Kofi, Xavier, and Big E breaking that record. So I just felt like that was kind of ironic. Well, that is cool. I
1: didn't even think about that. That's a great
0: point. Yeah, and now you have another three-man tag team. You have your three-man tag team on Raw with the, with the New Day. And now you have your three-man tag team with the Whites. So I think the Whites should, should have a pretty good run as tag team champions. And maybe Luke Harper can... Not only be a tag team champion, but get that singles run. They, they, I think they're trying to push him slowly but surely. Um, cause it was kind of not saying weird, but it was kind of different seeing him in the in the fatal four way for a championship match. I think it'd be mm-hmm. you know him and AJ could have a, a really good match. But at least now he's not delegated to just being a tag team champion. Uh, but good for, good great for Bray Wyatt. I think I've seen Randy Orton in, in in an interview saying he's more. You know, he, he's comfortable. He's relaxed in this whole new storyline with the Wyatts. He, you know, he's creatively, they put it, um, creatively satisfied uh, where he's at right now. So, uh, you know, at least that's good. At least we'll see them as tag champions, at, at least until WrestleMania, maybe with American Alpha, finally gets over the hump um, and becomes tag team champion. So um, anything else that I'm missing throughout the week and a half of wrestling, Graham? No, I
1: think that's it. You covered TLC, Roadblock, Raw, SmackDown, a little bit of tribute troops from tonight. Um, yeah, I think that's about everything. I know there's a lot to cover with so much wrestling nowadays, but yeah, I think you're pretty much hit upon everything.
0: Graham Matthews, follow him on Twitter at Russell Rant. He's the host of Russell Rant Radio. Uh, does great work for Hidden Remote and Bleacher Report. Uh, we'll get back to you next week with the review of Roadblock. Graham, thanks again, my man. I appreciate it.
1: As always, brother, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to talking about Roadblock next week. I think next week's the final show before Christmas, so I wish you a happy holidays then. But until then, enjoy the Roadblock on Sunday, and I'll catch you on the road,
0: brother. All right, man, take it easy.
1: Sounds good. Adios. All right.